From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Friday, June 4th. I'm Sarah Wright. The Board of Supervisors voted 4-1 to one to adopt Chapter 2218, the Phase 3 Cannabis Cultivation Ordinance that will allow cultivation on up to 10% of ag or rangeland parcels that are 10 acres or larger. They also directed staff to come back with another ordinance this summer that will allow growers in those zones to phase in to larger operations. The possibility of expansion has spurred preparations for a referendum to repeal the ordinance. But Supervisor Dan Jurdy outlined what he had in mind for future growth. The Planning Commission, we uh, asked to bring in a two-acre cap, but with the abil- uh, effective in 2023, um, with uh, the ability for the county um, to raise the um, threshold to five acres, some other higher number after after public hearings are held as early as, you know, 2026. That would give three years to see the um, program up and running. Julia Acker-Krog, the Assistant Director of Planning and Building Services, shared a map of ag and rangeland parcels over 10 acres where cultivation could theoretically take place. And so the total assessor parcel numbers, and I want to again reiterate that this is just tax parcels, this is not necessarily legal parcels, and the ag and rangeland districts that are over 10 acres in size within the entirety of the county, excluding the coastal zone, is 11,200 assessor parcel numbers, and the total acreage is approximately 752,185 acres, and that's rounded up. Now, those are all, again, just to reiterate that the assessor parcel numbers are not necessarily legal parcels, and also many of the areas on these properties would likely not meet the required findings for being approved for a cultivation permit. The board was struggling to pass the ordinance before June 30th. After that, the state will require local jurisdictions to conduct what supervisors fear would be a costly and time-consuming environmental impact review. But the last time the ordinance came before the Planning Commission, that body recommended a 10% expansion with a two-acre cap. If the board changed the commission's recommendations too much, the ordinance would have needed another round of review by both bodies, which would probably take longer than a month. Most of the board believes an EIR would take years, during which time no one in the county would get a state license and progress toward legal cultivation would come to a halt. Supervisor Ted Williams made an environmental argument for passing the ordinance without taking the time for a review. For a lot of environmental reasons, I think we want to try to pull cannabis expansion, maybe existing cannabis, out of the hills. doesn't mean all of it will be pulled out of the hills, but going forward, where do we want to see it? I think we want to see on on appropriate ag land that's already been disturbed. On a 100-acre ag parcel, how many acres of industrial hemp can be grown today? My understanding is basically the whole parcel. And so imagine if the THC is slightly higher, we're going to say, no, you can only grow two acres. That it's no longer becomes about good land use and good policy. It becomes about preventing competition. But Devin Jones, the executive director of the Farm Bureau, said its members felt its comments on the ordinance had not been taken into consideration properly. The Farm Bureau's board of directors voted in April to oppose adopting the ordinance. To be clear, the Farm Bureau board is not against the legal cultivation of cannabis, nor are they opposed to the consideration of the allowance of new permits. The opposition is based in the fact that the county has not demonstrated under phase one that they have the capacity to provide adequate oversight for either assisting applicants with compliance or with verifying that applicants are in compliance with the county ordinance. 
Farm Bureau does not feel that the county has the current capacity to be the lead agency in CEQA review. And the planning commissioners will be put into a difficult role of having to make determinations related to CEQA on a project by project level. Jones was one of just a handful of people to make a public comment at this week's special meeting in stark contrast to the hundreds who typically speak up when major decisions are being made about cannabis. Supervisor John Haschak thinks he knows why. The people have been speaking up at the planning commission, at our board meetings. You know, it was almost the silence was deafening today where the people of the communities haven't um, called in because I think that they've lost um, some belief that we're listening to them. Haschak also wondered if state money would be available for environmental review. If the legislature approves Governor Newsom's budget proposal, Mendocino County could receive over $18 million to help its provisional license holders get state licenses. But cannabis program manager Kristen Nevidal doesn't think the county could use the money for an EIR. Those funds are specific to um, assisting provisional license holders in achieving annual licensure. So I think it would be incredibly hard for us to um, receive those grant monies for a programmatic environmental impact report associated with an ordinance that doesn't issue provisional licenses. Um, and additionally, um, would not immediately assist our current provisional license holders in achieving annual licensure. Hashtag dissented on the final vote. People do not want this expansion. And there's a myriad of reasons why, you know, just look outside with the drought. That's one. And as far as um, a referendum, you know, I don't have a say in it, but um, the people will. And I'll just say I'm, I'm staying out of it right now, but the people will decide whether they want to go forward with something or not. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.